You're now listening to a Press Play Network podcast. another episode or issue of Nerdflow Podcast. We are back again. Been gone for about mm, damn near a month. Yeah, about, <laughs> about a month. We've been sick and stuff. I couldn't talk for about a Ooh. week. Um, let's see. Had an ear infection last oh. week. <laughs> People supervised being a-holes. You say what? <laughs> yeah, a-holes. Don't mind me. I watched Friday after Dex earlier. So that thing when he was calling the officer's name and something was stuck in my head because it's actually pretty funny. <laughs> officers, a-hole and B-dicks. That shit is still funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how has everybody been this past uh, past couple weeks? How y'all been? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, it's been wild. It's been, it's been it a, like, a lot it of has. stuff. Um... <laughs> For those who listen to us on all these scandals with college applications and stuff, yeah, people, people, people enslaving women and stuff and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh gosh. (laughs) Yeah. Women being trapped in the closet and stuff. Um, (laughs) Quit playing. Quit playing. Quit playing. (laughs) 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 We don't talk about this stuff. Y'all trying to kill me. 30 years. 30 years. 30 years of my career. And y'all trying to kill me. I hope this, I hope this, I hope this podcast is still going. I hope it's still going. This will not be cut from the show at all. Just saying. Um, oh, God. I love it. I love it. <laughs> all right, man. Um. Nerdflow Podcast, show all about nerding out on the great latest and greatest of pop culture, man. It's been a lot of stuff that's been going on in nerd culture. Um, and we've been out for a minute, stuff like that. A lot of stuff going on. Uh, we're going to try our best to kind of cover and remember a lot of the stuff that's been going on. But if we don't, we got bonus shows. We got All Into Wrestling. We got After Credits. We got Anime Rundown. We got Speaking Game. So we have all those extra bonus shows. So if we can't fit in all this stuff in this episode, you might want to, you know, follow, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. 
to all our different uh, social media channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff, especially the Twitter, because every time we post or anything goes live on any of the podcast servers you listen to Nerdflow Podcast on, you get a notification on Twitter. So definitely go ahead and follow us on Twitter. That way you can keep up with anything that's going down with Nerdflow Podcast. We also got the Facebook group going on as well. You can go over to Nerdflow Podcast Community. Just, just search for that. You'll see the logo. Join the community. We'll get you in there. And yeah, man, um, I don't want to like hold everybody too long as far as talking about just you know housekeeping stuff. So let's uh, let's get into it. <clears throat> so first and foremost, we're gonna jump around a lot because, like again, like I said, a lot of stuff going on, a lot of shit going on. Um, but today. Today is the day that <laughs> not yesterday has not officially <laughs> acquired Fox and the X Men oh, and the Fantastic me. Four are finally back home. Can you imagine, like everybody, like agent right now? Every star's agent is like going crazy right now. Because everybody's gonna be a super, gonna want to be a superhero. I believe yeah, yeah. every phone in Hollywood went off today, and in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody's gonna try and get in on this. I guarantee you. Man, it's just so many. Like, <clears throat> did anybody? Um, did y'all see the fan-made uh, Deadpool Avengers? in-game trailer? I posted it on our page, on our, on our community page. It is, okay. Yeah, that, that was like... Yes. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> <clears throat> I almost wish that was a thing. I really do. Um, could be. Never know. Hey, could be. Yeah, it's just... Uh, <laughs> with the merger, so we got so many... It's, I mean, it's like so many rumors and stuff like that that's going around as far as what's going to happen with the... What's going to happen with the Marvel Netflix shows? Uh, I mean, there's been strong rumors that they're going over to Hulu, which uh, after today, I think makes Disney partial owner, well, majority owner in uh, Hulu. So I know Feige did kind of mention in some interviews in the past that that may be possibly where a lot of the Marvel mature content may be going, which that's kind of cool because if we can have Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Punisher, daredevil on the same platform as the runaways and then i think also like uh cloak and daggers on they heard episodes on hulu as well so you can have all those marvel shows all in that little ecosystem be kind of cool but man so um i know we can probably go on and on about the whole Merger, but I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of stuff is going to be going coming out about like what's going down. But you, one thing you got to know though is okay. So last was it last week? It felt like it was two weeks ago, but it was last week. We got also got a finally got a full Avengers Endgame trailer last week as well. Um, so let's jump into talking about that uh, and along with that, and then on top of with the merger going through today. I got a feeling that, you know, they got some, I don't know. I feel like some Easter eggs are going to be thrown into, uh, thrown in the end game at the last minute. Or they just got something sitting on the side that they can just throw in through editing. Just saying. 
Hmm, I do too. I mean, it's already in the works because you notice how with Spider-Man in the Spider-Man Homecoming trailer, he's flying in the building where the old Avengers Tower was is being renovated and it's also been sold. Like, who else lives in New York City in a big tower in the middle of the city? I mean, we know the Fantastic Four about the Avengers. Yeah. Exactly. Like, they already have set up the building blocks. Yeah, I think that would be the easiest to incorporate. Yep. Yeah. Like the X-Men and stuff, you either, I don't know, seem like it would be more work trying to tweak them into the universe since they already established and they kind of got a loyal fan base, but, you know, Fantastic Four to flop twice. So. I feel like they would have to start Three times. X-Men over two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were lying. They, try, they, was, they was about to try for a fourth time until Michael B. Jordan said, peace. <laughs> Going to do this black yeah, black thing over here. Real <laughs> Sometimes you have to sacrifice for the greater good. <clears throat> Hell yeah! That that the remain sane. <laughs> she, um, let's see here. Um, and so <clears throat> let's see. Shoot, that's been that long ago. Okay, that's how long we haven't been in that episode. Okay. So, I know Snap, Young, and Angry both played Anthem. And you've had almost close to a month, shoot, coming to this weekend uh, to play it. Um, so, what are y'all? <coughs> okay, two, two things. What is y'all impressions overall? And if you had to, if you had to grade it, what do you give it on a scale from one to ten? Uh, let's see. Snap. I'll let you go first. All right. Um, I am visually impressed with how the game looks. Uh, probably could enjoy it on a very, very better quality TV, but still, quality good like HD or 4K doesn't matter. It still is very impressive. I'm impressed more with the whole. You do these missions and whatnot. You you do have somebody there. You ain't got to wait to do it in like a special type of lobby or whatnot. Like you have these uh, people, whether you know them or not, out there helping you and whatnot. I appreciate that. And especially the fit. Okay. Yeah, going on. Cool. Uh, especially with the whole uh, when when it comes to the suits, I'm saying I'm more impressed <coughs> with that because uh, the feel of it. It does, in my opinion, feel. Like you're in a suit, especially when uh, you're in a certain job. Even though I've only been in one, that's Ranger. But I can definitely feel like every bit of being in the suit when I'm either sprinting, jumping, flying a tad bit. Um, I say one of the things I have to get used to is the whole suit alone because depending on what you are, you do have to uh, let your suit cool down. So I did still feel those Destiny vibes, but at the same time, that does d- differentiate the whole uh, Destiny and Anthem thing right there, your your javelin has to cool down in certain situations. And like I said, it feels very real. So I, I give it, in my opinion, an 8.8, because I need to get back on Anthem. Sort of been, uh, we already know, everybody on the show know I'm a huge Tekken head, and with the new tournament announced, I'm thinking about joining. 
But I do need to get back on Anthem. So I do like the game. I like the game a lot. Okay. Okay. Uh, angry? Uh, I'm going to agree with Snap about the visuals. It, it, it's, it's an amazing looking game. Uh, the gameplay, even though it's a shooter, uh, like you know, most games are nowadays, the uh, flying mechanic gives it a whole different like range of like a different playing style of the way you maneuver around the battlefield. Um, and each suit feels different. Like when you're playing with them, all four suits feel different. Like you, you know, if you made a mistake and then switch to your storm and you go into a mission with the interceptor, you're not going to be able to tackle that mission the same way because the interceptor is faster the storm like doesn't have as much shield, so you got to tackle different uh, missions, different ways, playing with, with different suits. I appreciate the fact you don't have to log all the way out the game to switch the suits. It's just kind of a I'm gonna take this suit on this mission type of feel. Um, I give it an eight, even with the the issues because when you playing it, it's uh, I, and I know a lot of people got like oh. They doing this with the loot. They hit. They took this out the patch notes. This, that, and the other. I feel like when you're doing stuff like that, you're looking for a reason to bash the game. Like, why are you diving that deep into it? Uh, it's a looter. It's a looter shooter. You're supposed to grind. You're supposed. To, you're not supposed to get a legendary item every time you play. You're supposed to grind for them. So, like those issues that people are griping about really don't bother me. And when you play in the game, you can you can feel the potential. They can just open up because right now you're only in one biome, just in the jungle. They can open it up to like a desert and industrial area and all that. So I was just playing it before we started recording. When we uh, when we get through recording, I'm play some more. Like I I, I really enjoy the game. I give it an eight. Alright, y'all. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with everything they both just said. Uh, I honestly, I was hype for this game um when i first saw it some months back and i'm satisfied with it and it is just it's 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 still in its infancy so they got so much more they can build though i like the story i like the fact that the contracts it's got its flaws which you know you got little glitches and bugs here and uh you know sometimes the server crash but that's what it any online based game, you're gonna get that stuff. But they they're quick to send, you know, updates and patches to fix that type of stuff. And um like as far as a shooter, I like it, especially the customizations of your javelins. You know, um being angry and the other guy we play with, we've designed javelins um based around like some of our favorite colors. Like by my storm, I call I renamed it Hito Yui because I made my storm look like the Wing Gundam. I got one called T'Challa. My ranger is black and purple. Uh, I got one called Kakarot. My my uh, interceptor is orange and blue. And then my um, what's the big one called Colossus? I named it the Thing. Cause I made it orange and gave it a brick pattern, so you know th- that type of customization is cool. And you know, grind the grind. I like the grind of it, trying to get you know 
the legendary weapons because they dropped the masterworks. But you know, it, it's the grind of trying to get the legendary weapons. And like we when we first started off, we were grinding and we were playing um, Grandmaster One. And like Grandmaster One is starting to get easier and easier. And um, you know, just the fact that there's like two or three more tiers to go to only just tells us we can only get stronger. And, you know, I'm just waiting to see what the next DLC going to be and when they open up the, these different worlds, what it's going to be. Because the way the game ends, just lets you do it. When you beat the game, the way it ends just lets you know it's going to be, you know, a continuous storyline. Yeah, man, like, I mean, I think with the with the whole looter shooter genre, we got Division that just recently came out on last week and stuff like that. And a lot of people saying, like, you know, a lot of people say that as far as from a looter shooter standpoint, like, the Division is probably the most perfect game that you can at, at launch compared to, like, everything. Um, but, yeah, I know there's been a lot of people trying to hate on Anthem and stuff like that. Overall, yeah, I do feel it's from what I have had the chance to play. It is a uh, very good game, visually visually stunning, I would say as well. Um, I think that the content that they got set up for the next, um, I think for the next what, probably next, uh, probably less 90 than ninety days. Yeah, probably less than ninety days right now that they got coming out is just gonna make it even just that much more. I do feel that, like I said, I do feel like the the cataclysm feature that they're talking about that's supposed to be dropping in May. I think that would have like, would have been something that would have been a little more meatier for the, you know, the community of people who, who like Anthem to play. I think that should have been something that should have kind of came with it at lunch, but you know, people got to wait, kind of got to wait on that. So, um, all right. So what I was saying, but I was saying this earlier, I feel like, they were trying to rush the game out because they were trying to catch this season. They tried to catch tax season. Anthem really should have come out. I said it this like earlier today. Should have come out this summer. When I one thousand percent agree with you because if they would have like with the timing of like how they have the how they have the the timeline set up for all this other stuff that's coming out, and it's basically pretty much May where they'll have like a bunch of content and stuff for people to just, you know, dive into or whatever. If they would have dropped this game in May, this game would have been perfect. Like literally would have been perfect because we all know as video as gamers, I don't, and I still don't, I don't understand it to this day why the video game industry works this way that when it's during the summertime, people drop literally nothing that's worth diving into to keep you occupied from the summer going into the holiday. And then when the holiday rolls around, it's like, you got to have freaking ADD because you can't keep up with half of the shit that comes out during the holidays. So no, I agree. It should, it, it should have definitely been like a game that would, uh, that would drop in the summer. It would have been, per- it would have been perfect. Like their goal perfect. was they wanted, they, they were, and this is me thinking how, if I was them, how I would think they were trying to beat out the division and they were trying to beat out the Destiny 2 DLC. Yeah. And that's why they dropped it when they did. Mm-hmm. 
And it was ready, but it wasn't. It could have. It could have stayed in the oven a little bit longer. Honestly, it really could have. It could have yeah, been yeah. just that much more. Um, a little more polished. Yeah, a little bit more yeah. polished. A little more, more polished and perfected. Because on top of that, too, like think about it. Like, what? Probably, I think the week that they did the open. I think the week they did the private beta. The the same company, EA, they had just dropped, freaking mysteriously dropped. You know, uh, Apex. Which was doing well. They could have literally just. I mean, they probably, they probably would have put a would have pissed a bunch of people off. But they honestly could have just pushed Anthem and be like, "We're gonna ride this uh, Apex Legends wave for about a, for for as long as we can and, and continue to work on Anthem." Because I mean, that's what had people's attention. Honestly, for the most part, if if it went for Apex, it would have been. I think Anthem probably would have got more people. It probably got more hands on it. I think if it went for Apex, <clears throat> which I think. EA has that has that as a really really bad problem when it comes to like a lot of their properties that they. I can say I can say this though, I think it's plenty of people playing it because you never when you go and do a contract or something, you never have to worry about doing it alone. There's always somebody. There's always a group. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. That that system is that, that's a very good system that they have, um, especially with uh with Anthem and stuff like that. So. Uh, let's see here. Um, I don't think we talked about this on when we did the spin game bonus. Uh, did we talk about PS5 backwards compatibility or no? Did we even touch on that at all? I don't remember. We no. touched on that a few weeks ago. We did? Okay. Okay. I won't talk about that one. We talked about, uh, okay. So tell me this. I read an article today on, um, Destiny 2 on mm-hmm. how this, um, new DLC is not working. Uh, it's like the gameplay loop. Some people are not satisfied with cause it. It's more of a thing where if you're a person and you don't really, let's say if you are, you are a PVP person and you like PVP, they didn't really do a lot of changes within the sandbox for, uh, for PVP. So they really didn't, they didn't introduce any new maps for PVP or anything like that. That's, that's, it's really just for those people that are PVP. It's more because it's more based around the story of the drifter um, the additional, uh, they, they gave, they have like a nine week quest going on with Zer that explains like the nine and all this stuff within the game. And a lot of it's really based around Gambit for the most part. So it's almost kind of like, if you're not a fan of Gambit, it's not really a lot to dive into. Uh, now there is a new level cap, which a new level cap is 700 now, um, but it's not really if you're not really a you know a fan of Gambit. I mean they got, they introduced some more pinnacle weapons and stuff like that for like the for like yeah. strikes and PVP and stuff like that. But as far as from a PVP standpoint, if you are a hardcore PVP person, there's not really a lot to go for. That's pretty much in a nutshell. You got a new mode called the Reckoning, which is kind of like a it's probably more of a horror mode probably than anything. And it has matchmaking and all that stuff with it. It's like a four-player uh, horde mode. I know for those, I know y'all didn't play D1, but there's a raid called uh, the Crota Raid. And it's very, very, very chaotic. I'm talking about it's ads on top of ads, like, everywhere. And it's very, it's very, very chaotic. And that's a, that's a PvE activity that you play to basically uh, get the armor. Because the armor now, they're going, it seems like Bungie's going to a route where kind of where people wanted them to go which is to have activity specific armor that gives you perks that helps you in that activity so 
the armor that you get in the reckoning is catered toward gambit so it's perks on there is different it's basically you have classes now in gambit there's people that protects the bank there's people that all they do is they're called reapers all they do is kill and then you have the person that's a collector that picks up all the moats and all that stuff so everybody has like different classes but they also have special perks on their armor that help them as uh, a player and stuff like that so you kind of pick and choose how you want to how you want to play in uh, the new mode, Gambit Prime, which is it's actually way better because it's one round. It's not three rounds or anything like that anymore like it used to be. Uh, it's one – Gambit Prime is one full round of uh, of Gambit, and then they also made some changes to regular Gambit, which now it's if – they say you win one round and the opposing team wins one, the third round is sudden death. It automatically pops a Prime Evil, and it's – you basically got to burn the bosses. Who can burn the Who can burn the boss the fastest? So, that's. I mean, that's it. Pretty much it. I mean, in a nutshell, as far as like what a lot of people are talking about, that it's it's very gambit centric. It's not like an all around, all around thing. But I also feel that like you know, game communities, whether it be Anthem or Destiny or whatever the case may be. Um, we as gamers complain too fucking much. That's, that's, that's Join the club. They 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 complain. They they're like fucking babies, man. Like I really do feel that way. It's like you can't you can't please them like with nothing. It's like you ain't making the game, so chill out. Either don't play, don't buy it. Then it's just, it's that easy. So it's like, um, Google. Google. I didn't say that. I said that's all wrong. Uh, <laughs> I said that's completely wrong. Uh, so Google Stadia. Uh, so today, Google had a press conference for a new uh, gaming. Uh, it's described as a gaming console, but it's more of like a gaming platform uh, called Stadia. Uh, so Stadia is a basically a server based, um, a server based gaming streaming service um, that allows you to play video games. Very similar to like if those who remember like on live and then there's another service uh, I can't remember the name of it Sony bought them that's what they use for PlayStation now, um, but kind of very similar to that. Um, the key things that are different about it is you don't need any hardware for it. Um, <clears throat> Google did actually show off uh, three controllers that you can buy for the platform, but you don't need them. You can use any controller you want to from any other console and it'll still work with that service. Um, you can play it on browsers, mobile devices, I mean, phones and tablets and TVs <clears throat> using any controller you want to. And as far as from a spec standpoint, it can achieve up to 4k 60 frames per second and do surround sound. And then they're also working on, it'll be scalable up to 8k as well. Once gaming and all that stuff in those TVs roll out for 8k, it'll be able to do to do 8k gaming as well. So, um, they also showed some, uh, some demos too, uh, which was, uh, the new Doom Eternal was playing on, uh, Stadia. And so was, uh, they did, uh, they had a demo like some, I think some, I think about a year or so ago, uh, using Assassin's Creed Odyssey and which is basically just boot up in a Chrome browser. You press play and the game loads up and you just play. And they said in the conference the game, though the controllers, like their controllers, sync to their servers via Wi-Fi. It syncs to the game via Wi-Fi, which I don't, I can't even wrap my head around that. Being as some server somewhere else, 
and my controller's connected to it, which is kind of like freaking making my head want to explode thinking about it. <laughs> Mind-boggling, man. Yeah. So, so what's the thoughts on it? Because, I mean, this is kind of where – it's really kind of where games are going, man, because there's also – um, so for those who don't know either – there's a rumor that there is a Xbox One S digital edition supposedly coming out in April, which is yeah, a disk drive, and it's an Xbox One S, just digital. If you want to do, if you, all you're doing is Game Pass, then you don't need no disk drive or anything else. So I wonder what the cost is going to be on that. On that, I say it literally, it literally does not have any type of dicks. Oh, uh, I said dicks. Uh, it doesn't. You can't put a disc in it at all. Like it literally, and it look, it shows right then and there. Like I ain't never thought I'd see a gaming console like that ever. It just it just looks just straight blank in my opinion. But it is helpful because, like you said, most people nowadays don't want to buy CDs nowadays. They want to see him download games, which ain't done wrong with. Yeah, you still have. You got a hard though. You still have the people that want to, you know see feel touch or just have that collection physically and visually um and have it there just to show that you know these are the games i have i mean i, I was like that at one point and i i assume i quickly got over that after moving the way so much. i feel the way i feel about it is you never know what could happen sony microsoft anything anything can happen they could get hacked to anything where they crash all the cloud servers and everybody loses everything. And then you stuck then they gotta they gotta think about the fact that, you know, how we gonna give all these people back their games. It's gonna be so much controversy behind that. So I'd rather have a physical copy of my game in case anything like this happens. Because people can't say, Oh, they got the best protection. Man, hackers can hack anything. If they if they want it bad, because most hackers that hack a company previously worked for that company, so they know the workarounds. So like just just being real about it, that's why me personally, and I can't speak for everybody else, but me being a tech, me being in, you know, went to school for that business or whatnot, I understand the pitfalls of going totally digital. Because it can happen. I'm not saying it will happen. I'm just saying it can happen. And I'd rather be prepared to have my own stuff so I won't lose nothing than be like, yo, I done paid out all this money for all these games. And then Sony be on some, well, do you have proof that you bought all those games? That makes sense though. That that makes it uh that makes it like sense. I don't know if Young remembers this. I remember it was like a not to like sing you know, like talk about you or anything, but it's like I remember I was uh telling you about getting this uh that complete series of Outlaw Star. I was saying I was just gonna get the whole disc collection. I didn't mind getting the disc and the points you just made, you know, that's pretty much why I had one on here got the uh disc. Nothing against the fact you can't watch it online and stuff, but I still prefer like, you know, a physical copy and on top of that when you look at certain stuff, like if you were to pre-order a game or whatnot, you always know that, you know, you get the uh, stuff that comes when you get the, uh, it's more stuff that comes with a physical copy than the digital one, in a sense, like uh, statues and whatnot. 
So and that kind, and that kind it, of thing is like I think that kind of thing is really slowly, slowly, slowly. Like a lot it, of companies are really are really getting away yeah. from that. Like the vision. <clears throat> had the one with the statue of the girl shooting up the flare. I think that was like the, but everything else you had the gold edition, which only thing it gave you, the only thing companies are giving you now is like, Oh, you get to get into the game before everybody else does. If you buy this more expensive version, you get this, you get this gun. You're only going to use for the first three levels. Yeah, exactly. And, it's a, it's yeah. only like a freaking blue or some shit like that. <laughs> Cause I remember Dante's Inferno. I don't know if anybody else pl- uh, played that when it was out. Yep, remember that well, game. Uh, they gave you a whole fucking action figure. Like, legit arms, hands, moves, fingers. It was a legit action figure. I don't know the last time they gave you some, like, that detail. And it wasn't even a small action figure. I want to say it was probably, like, seven to eight inches uh, tall or whatever. And, uh, yeah, they, they definitely don't do stuff like that no more. And then, I think, Eventually, with them instead of trying to make everything digital, it's just gonna turn everybody into PC game. They're gonna they're gonna like streamline themselves out of a consumer basis. Because why am I going to be playing PlayStation games when I can get it on PC? Look better. PC games look better. Like we, we everybody can admit that PC games look better than PlayStation and Xbox games. Why would I? have to pay for this service and I'm not getting as big as a uh, good graphics as I would with PC. I think they're just gonna mess themselves out of a whole <clears throat> I was and, so, and I, I could was... just say I could I could and if if they go totally digital it makes sense to go PC because if you got your laptop and you playing your game on your laptop, you could just even when you travel, you ain't gotta worry about packing an extra system. Like, what, what would be the purpose of having the PlayStation system or the Xbox system if everything, if I can play the same games on my PC with better graphics and it's more portable? There's some, there's, okay, so being that I game on console and I have a gaming PC, there are, I will say, some drawbacks to that. And I'm going to say it's, there are drawbacks to people who are not a student, who are not very um, tech-savvy. I'll say in that aspect, because with a lot of games, a lot of games on PC, when they come out, especially when it's like a, a, a beta or something for a particular game, and there are not a lot of uh, information out there to know what's the best settings to put stuff on. And with PC sometimes, man, and I could tell you through trial and error, especially with like stuff I went through with Anthem, with Anthem's closed beta and open beta. There's a lot of tweaking you have to do to your settings to get this crap to like really like run smooth versus where there are some points for me doing the process. A lot of these betas, I felt I just really wanted to just go over to my constant because I, I know it's going to run and it's been tested to run properly on this particular graphics card and processor. And with with PCs, a lot of times, nine times out of ten, when you load up, especially like a new title you sometimes have to run into like really like trial and error, tweaking your settings to get it just right. And everybody not going to know how to do that. And that's why I think consoles will continue to be a thing because even with like, I have NVIDIA on my, as far as what's my graphics card on my computer, I can do NVIDIA optimization, but sometimes that shit don't always do the, do the settings properly. And, it, and sometimes it can make it, make it look even shittier than it should look. If you don't go in there and kind of like tweak and kind of play around so, That's why you never do NVIDIA optimizations. No, nah, I know that, but the common—I'm just saying—the common person doesn't. Everyday person doesn't. Know. Me and you, young, we we know that. 
and we can we'll go in there and kind of mess around and try to get it just right. But not everybody is going to know that that's what they have to do because if you're coming from the console world, it's like I put it in, it plays, it's optimized for this game, it's been tested and you know and cute and, and you know you know quality control QC'd on this on this on these particular consoles, so it's gonna run. And if there's any like screen tears or anything, then it's probably a bug within the game, and then they're gonna patch it, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But if you got frame rate issues on a on a gaming PC, it might be a setting in your graphics card. You may need to turn a, a setting off or something like that. So I think it's I think it's on it's gonna always have its it's gonna always have its place, I think. I think with the uh, if we can kind of move back over to the steadier thing, uh what what's y'all uh, opinion on on the service though, as far as what we kinda know right now? Uh, I don't have an issue with it. Uh, like I said, for me, it gives me that feeling when I was younger, I would be like playing games on stuff like CartoonNetwork.com, mini clips and stuff like that. Cause I ain't never, I've never played a game on an internet browser in a long time. Like it's been a whole long time I've, I've ever done it. So it's interesting to me, especially cause it's supposed to be running on uh what Google Chrome. Yeah. It's supposed to be running on yeah. Google Chrome. Yeah. Yeah, so I say it'd be a lot interesting because uh, I've never done like online gaming before like that on a uh, computer ever. So it'll be a, an interesting experience, at least Man, for me. I'm pretty to, sure. Uh, if you come to Coming Palooza, bro, I'm gonna have to uh, I'm gonna have to load up Tekken on the PC so you can just see what you've been missing because it's like Tekken is amazing on PC, like just how it. Oh, works. you ain't gotta tell me. I've seen it. Like people are. I've seen people. Uh, mod on on that uh, game. That's really why I want to get that game on uh, on PC because I like like the fighting fact games in general. Things. Like I have Street Fighter. I got uh what else? I got I got Mortal Kombat XL and those games. All those games like especially Street Fighter. Street Fighter moves so good on PC. It is like freaking ridiculous. Man. I literally hate playing people on PC. Like I had I, I because like for real. That's those my hardest fights when I play Street Fighter Five online. Is against people on PC because they move so much faster and smoother, and it's hard for the PlayStation to keep up with it. As you can tell, because my especially is and especially when they got a better internet, better internet too. Like you get all that it says. So I had to go change my settings. I don't accept for. I mean, I don't accept uh, fights from people on PC. Can't play with y'all. Y'all, y'all, y'all play too much. Um, <laughs> Quit playing. <laughs> all right. Um, then we got a. Uh, so this happened. What I think it's Friday. Yeah, Friday or oh, over the weekend, whatever. James Gunn is back with Marvel, but still with DC, doing the suicide. Doing the Suicide Squad, and I put emphasis on the because that's what it's called, the Suicide Squad. And he's also okay. they brought him back for uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three. I love it's how they might that he's doing both. Hold on, hold on. They might swallow me the whole time. Y'all might swallow me the whole time. And I knew as soon as he said they James Gunn, I counted down to the second y'all unmuted y'all. <laughs> you're like, and go. <laughs> y'all have y'all categories. We have other we like, I forgot these was on. I forgot they was on the, on the show. James Gunn, Marvel, go. <laughs> I mean, this is what nerd stands for, knowing every righteous detail. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that on a t-shirt. You make. You're about to say make a shirt. You can't, you can't put that on no t-shirt. I come <laughs> like a person like me will straight pick it out. Man, no one starts with a K. Why come? <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, he has a. I think he can play both. <laughs> like even. Even Josh did it. Josh Whedon, who directed the first Avengers movie, and he helped direct Justice League. I mean, they're both creative enough to pull it off. And I'm not going to stop one job because my old job want me back. I'm going to do both of them. Let's get all this money. I mean, I, I'm with it. Chicks. He already getting exactly. a check. He getting, he getting a check from from Sony for that. Uh, what's that movie? Uh, the one about the evil super. Uh, what is supposed to be like? Bright Burn. Superman? Yeah, Bright he did burn. Brightburn. So, I mean, he getting checks from all the money. All the money. I was shocked. What? About Disney Brightburn? Being so family, Disney being so family-oriented, you know. Mm-hmm. So they think. Know. Yeah. I, mean. I, feel like they, I feel like they got him back because they knew with Guardians of the Galaxy 3, they probably tried to go to some people probably probably tried to get some different directors to, to, to get on board with it and they just probably just felt like okay they ain't gonna be able to do this while we want it, want them to do it so we gonna have to we gonna have to uh, eat crow and ask for them back mm-hmm. and they're like okay who making this phone call we play <laughs> and I feel like this where Disney went wrong with the Star Wars with their version of the Star Wars trilogy you got J.J. Abrams do the first movie. You get somebody else to do the second movie, and it sucks. And you had to go back and get J.J. Abrams to come back and do the third movie. Yep. Somebody from uh, somebody from Lucas Arts was in the Marvel meeting, like, hey, 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 remember how it was Star Wars, right? You might want to call. Like, it. like, <laughs> like, like for real. Like they, this third movie is J.J. Abrams and George Lucas directing it. Yep. Yeah. Plus, plus on top of that, like I can't see anybody else. Let's say, cause I heard they said with the with the script before they brought James Gunn back that it was gonna be they were gonna keep the script and, and you know and continue to. But I don't think like nobody's gonna do that vision because, on top of that, we already know we're getting Adam Warlock in Guards of the Galaxy Three. That's just a given. It was teased at the end, so I think they they got a path they're on, and if you know, they got to keep the people that's on there to do it right, to continue to do it right. So, um. So let, let me speak on that. So I'm taking the way because the way Guardians of the Galaxy two ended, Adam is going to start off a bad guy being brainwashed mm-hmm. by an old girl since she mm-hmm. created him and end up turning good. More, like More than he, like, he's yeah, because he, he in the comics he is he's one of the members of the Guardians mm-hmm. of the Galaxy two. Yeah. Well. yeah, yeah. So yeah, that, that's that's probably kind of where that's probably more like going. Okay, how many? Hmm? Okay, how many films has like Kevin Feige confirmed uh, so far? When it comes, uh, to, uh... there are six in the timeline. Um, I saw an article on this either earlier today or yesterday. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, it's supposed to be there's there's six so far in the timeline uh, that they're that they're actually future movies that they're working on right now. Um, yeah, we, we know Black Panther two is one of them. Um. There's one that's I forgot what it's called. It's Black called Widow it. movie. Black Widow movie. The Internals comes out in November of this year. Um, really? Yeah, the Eternals supposed to come mm-hmm. out this year. Yeah. Um, 
And there's some, there's some, probably some other movies that I, I haven't. It's going to be another Spider-Man Black movie. Panther, another yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man. Hopefully, hopefully we can get Miles Morales in this third Spider-Man. We'll see. We'll see. I say we should be able to get uh, get him in there, especially since, mm-hmm. you know, Prowler was already mentioned in the first Spider-Man movie. So I'm pretty sure Miles should be able to jump in at some point. I don't, know how, I don't know how they're gonna work out for Childish though, man. Because if he's supposed to be the Prowler, but then also on top of that, that he been in talks with uh, what's your, what's your face from uh, the director Ryan, for, uh, for Black Panther? Ryan, uh, Ryan yeah, Ryan, uh, to, yeah. He, can, he can do both. The talent is there. He, yeah, I, know, I mean, yeah, but, but, but it, two it, characters it, in the same universe. In the same, because see, characters. now there's no like it, it was like a thing where if it was Fox doing something like yeah, you can kind of do some stuff over at Fox and then go jump over to Disney and do stuff with Marvel, but now they all want the same. But in, 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 right. in, a, in, a, in a sense, though, it's kind of good for the acting scene because a lot of more people are going to get more chances to play, you know, bigger roles and be part of stuff that they probably would have never been a part of. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Alright, y'all. So, check this out. Yeah. The Game of Thrones creators... Are doing a Star Wars trilogy set in the Old Republic. Oh, that's probably gonna be for Disney. Uh, that's probably gonna be for um, Disney Play. Pretty sure. No, it's a movie. Oh, it's a movie. Hey, I mean, but they did not say, a show movie. Uh, it still could be. It still could be for Disney Play because they're trying to. They gotta. They gotta really. They gotta pump up content for that Disney Play service because I know they said they're gonna doing a lot of original. I know they did put emphasis on saying that. That it, they're working on trying to push out a lot of original content for Marvel and Star Wars. So Man, even though it, it, might, it could be, it could be like a movie is just for it. They're not gonna lose. They're not gonna lose that movie money. It might end up on Disney Play, but they're not gonna lose that movie money because that those movies will do good worldwide. They're not gonna make. They're not gonna invest that much money into into three movies just for an app. They're gonna get that movie money. That's Netflix, not the billion dollar TV show they've been putting on, and then canceling. <laughs> the- Speaking of that, what was the name of that show? Angry, Russian Doll. Any yeah. of y'all saw that? No, nah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> don't. Terrible. I, I tip. I, 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 I like. I, 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 I gauge my. I gave my. I gauge my. Um, my watching on Netflix when it comes to certain stuff. Oh, don't. Terrible. That's that Charles Barkley terrible. Terrible. Not exist. I think. They gave it high. They gave it. You're refused, but just as a regular person around looking at it, don't go. I don't know. I didn't enjoy it. I, I muscled my way through the whole season. But... <laughs> nah, man, I, it ain't good. I'm, I'm, I'm oh, tapping man. out. I'm like, nah, bro, we good. We gonna chill. Nah, fam. Yeah, we we good. We gonna, we gonna, we gonna chill on episode two. This is a no. Uh... <laughs> I mean, the jacked up part is it pulled us in. Like, I came in two episodes late because Angry and my sister had already watched the first two episodes. Uh, I came in, and I got kind of like drawn into it, and I'm understanding why it's called Russian Doll. So we sat there, the three of us, and we watching this show, and we like, 
when it ended, we like, yo, this like literally sucks. Was this the last episode? That's how it ended. Like, that why was, was this the last episode? <laughs> Wait a damn minute. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got some <laughs> quick news tidbits real quick. Nothing, I mean, we can dive into it a little bit. Um, so, rumor has it, uh, this is just a rumor, Black Lightning might get canceled after the third season. Uh, Arrow is going to be ending at season eight. Um, man, I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I know why Black Lightning getting canceled, right? Well, they say, what? Well, they say the ratings are low, for one. Um, a lot. Two. Man, come on. Black Lightning is Black Lightning is focusing on the stuff that mainstream America don't want to talk about. Ah. It talks about the black community, the police shooting unarmed people. I didn't see every episode of every. <coughs> Uh, I mean, that was kind of like the first. That was kind of like the, the the pilot. It just happened. It just happened in the last couple of episodes. No, no. I mean, part of that is part of that is this too. Low ratings. Uh, white people don't like. White people don't like centrically black shows. Let's just be honest with it. And even our own people don't support too many centrically black shows. Okay, you got shows like Blackish because it's coming. But most black people, let's just be 100% real about it. Most black people think stuff like anime, comic books, and stuff like, like even though they play games, they only play sport games. They're not going to, sport games or Call of Duty, something like that. They're not going to be into all the nerdy stuff. And and comic book stuff is considered nerdy stuff. We just need to be a hundred about the situation. It's got low ratings because it's not supported by the black community fully. Fully, like had it been Black Panther, it would have been different because Black Panther went to the movies and it drew in that following because it went to the movies. And Chadwick is a known, you know, a big star now. But like Black Lightning, the promotion, the rollout for it wasn't that good in the beginning. Only reason I found out about Black Lightning was because of you, because of y'all. Like it wasn't promoted, it 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 wasn't pushed like Flash and Arrow and Supergirl and so, stuff like that. So so here's the here's the here's the caveat to 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 that because I feel like there I feel like it's something going on in the DC TV world. I'm, I'm gonna give you some good examples. Okay, first one is Black Lightning. Yes, second one, Arrow in the season eight. And the universe that they built is based off of this show, which is called the Arrowverse. I don't understand <clears throat> why they're making the call to cancel it. When we went 10 seasons of Smallville <clears throat> to basically see him not in a suit, but he was in a suit, but they didn't show his face. <laughs> that's that's the first thing. That's, that's, that's Okay. Other thing is, there's also a rumor that Supergirl may get canceled too. Because they want to do Superman. They want to do a Superman show. Ugly Superman, oh, mind you. Just saying. No, no, um, so, why are we whispering this? Why are we whispering this? Say what's on your mind. What did we say? Yeah, because it's <laughs> because it's like okay, what are we? What are we like? What is the DC TV doing? Like y'all have something good going right now, y'all. Man, let's just put it this way: it's not DC TV, it's not DC movies, 
It's DC as a company. DC oh, and Warner man. Brothers. Yeah. DC and Warner Brothers Warner as a Brothers. company sucks. Yeah, it's Warner Brothers. That's 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 yeah. They're the parent company. It's Warner they Brothers. had okay. Aquaman was the rare gem to come out of all of this over the past years. And Wonder Woman. Yeah, Wonder Woman. I mean, from a TV standpoint, okay, top shows is Flash and Arrow. Those are the top two. Those are the top two shows on from a TV standpoint. We can't talk about the TV. The, the movie property is a whole different thing. That that's that's a whole nother conversation. But like for the TV side, I don't understand. I really don't understand what they're what like what they're doing. With with these with this show with any of these shows for that matter, because it's like okay, you want to fix for example, you want to fix Black Lightning, put him in the crossovers, because it could also be a thing where some people may not, just like you said, like it may you know exposure wise, people don't know who he is. He's not tied into that whole camaraderie of the Arrowverse because they haven't even introduced him as a a character in that same world. And I know because he, uh, it really don't fit. It can fit because they made Supergirl fit, and she was on a freaking whole different network. They basically just said she was on yeah. a different Earth. They can easily do the same thing in the Arrowverse and just throw shit at the wall and say he's from a different Earth. That's all they got to do. They did it for Supergirl. They can do it for Black Lightning. You got to want to fucking do it. That's the thing. They don't want to. So, I mean, with that, I mean, it's just that I don't know what they're doing, and and. A lot of these shows are like the whole run of these shows, like my favorite shows. So it's like it's unless they're doing but, something where they're gonna try to slowly like slide these shows over the DC universe, which I wouldn't be mad at either. Um, but they're doing to me. They're doing really good with like the uh, the DC network. Yeah, they are. Doom Patrol is good. Titans, like the, the people they're casting to be introduced in season two of uh, Titans, is, is is looking really good too. Yeah, so, it's fire. It's fire. So, I mean, if, if that's the move, then I'm fine. But if that ain't the move, then I got a question. Speaking of Warner Brothers, the chairman and CEO, Kevin um, Shahara, will be stepping down because he's alleged, um, <laughs> exchanged acting roles for sex. So... Yeah, Warner Brothers gonna get a little shaky up right now. Yeah, they were trying to pro- they were literally trying to protest protest that whole thing with him because I know uh, Gal Gadot was protesting that she wouldn't she wouldn't do Wonder Woman two if they don't get rid of him and um it was some, and then some Benjamin, other... Benjamin Netanyahu trying to get her arrested. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. Oh, it was some other some other female characters from the Arrowverse shows that said they weren't you know weren't gonna you know do whatever until they got rid of him and stuff like that. So it was it was a big thing. I got some more, I got some more bad news. I hope this is not real. What's up? Ray Fisher will not return as Cyborg in the DCU. No shock there. We got already no, we already got shocked. we already got we already got Brario as, as Cyborg on Doom Patrol. We good. <laughs> yeah, we got our new cyborg. We, we are we are good to go. Yeah, I mean it's not it's not going to be another Justice League. I don't think. Yeah, I mean that, that's, Batman that's already gone. Superman yeah, already gone. It's it's. It, do y'all do y'all know? I I still want a cyborg movie. They're not going. I mean. Mm. The best bet. His best bet is going to be in Doom Patrol, transition him over into Team into not Team, and he's into, great. into Titans he's at, great. Some, at some point. Mm. 
and that's yep. going to be the really the the best the really the best thing for that for that character. Honestly, that I think that's going to be the best thing. Yeah, he don't need a whole movie. Yeah. Cyborg is not a standalone character. I'm right. sorry. Exactly. Yeah, he's not. He's not a standalone character. He needs some. He, he needs some good that. people to support him. If they did like a, you know, if they you know they did a live action movie, which they don't need to do. Don't 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 hear that Warner Brothers or DC at all. Uh, they don't need to do that. Um, <laughs> let's see what else. Um, Brie Larson. Speaking of that, oh, go Brie ahead. Larson uh, just signed a seven movie contract with Marvel, so she. The new leader of the new Avengers. I'm pretty sure that's what the case is. So, uh, what you got, young? Oh, uh, watch the leader of Battle Angel this weekend. Yeah, everybody's been telling me it's good. Great, great anime to movie adaptation. Okay, great. I'm talking about, and we watched the bootleg version, and it still looked good. <laughs> no, I gotta see this shit. Really? really? I don't believe this. Okay. I don't okay. believe this shit. Like, and we we was watching it on a 4K TV, even though it was bootleg. But like, I, I can't wait till it come out on on uh, DVD or something to put it on the 4K TV. Like that movie looks good. The story is great. She she is like I thought she was dope in the anime and in the manga, but like she dope dope in the movie. Cool. Like, huh? No, I was saying cool. I'm like, cause I and I was kind of wondering because it took so long like, to come out. Like, I'm a bad. Like, <laughs> I buy it. It was it was a real good movie. I need yeah. to see this shit. Okay, I'm about to check that out. I've been, I you, you're not the you, y'all are not the uh, y'all are probably the probably third or fourth person that's told me that. So I'm gonna have to check that out. Uh, let's see. One last. Okay, like I said, it's a lot of a lot of stuff we we've, we've kind of missed on, so we are gonna eventually touch back on some other stuff that we probably missed. Uh, yeah, I'm ready to get to these trailers, bro. Huh? Did y'all ever talk about Captain Marvel? Captain Marvel, like the real net. We gonna hold. We gonna hold off. We gonna give it one more week. We'll we'll do that one on on ninety six. Um, but I want to pose one more uh one more question before we head out because this is another. It's just this is a rumor. As well um, in gaming, I don't know if y'all heard about this or not. So, Take Two Interactive, uh, the company that makes uh, Grand Theft Auto, 2K sports games, WWE 2K, uh, any Red Dead Redemption, uh, Borderlands. Yeah. Uh, there's a rumor that Sony is in talks to purchase Take Two. Wow. <laughs> really? What Man. would that mean for the gaming industry? If Quit they playing. were to lock down that Grand publisher. Grand Theft Auto Red Dead 2K Sports. Yeah. That's that's the nail, not, y'all read one of the truth. That's the nail in the coffin in, in Microsoft Xbox division. <laughs> Microsoft will turn to Sony. I mean, not Sony, but uh, Sega. I would, yeah. I'm about making to say, games. <laughs> Basically. I'm about to, I'm about to say, yeah, if, I, I just realized that, man. Like, Cause if Sony, Sony buys all that stuff, Sony, all, Sony already got pretty much a latch in Square Enix as is. Because Square, Square Enix, back when they were Squaresoft, was solely working with Sony. Sony. Square Enix just dropped one, I think, 
Kingdom Hearts 3 was like the first game, one of the first games that they ever dropped on Xbox. Wait, I thought Final Fantasy 15 was uh, a. Yeah, there was, was, was some other titles that they. Yeah, there was, was, was a couple of games. But yeah, yeah. There ain't been too many. But they, they, mostly, they mostly exclusively work with Sony, though. Yeah, in the beginning, yeah, they did. They did. Um, now, here's the other side Man. of the corner. Here's the other side of the corner of this conversation, though. What if. Sony didn't like say for example they they were like you know you know we're not gonna hold Grand Theft Auto six to ourselves because I mean let's be real for Take Two that's like the juggernaut that is the freaking bank for for that company when it comes to video games but what if let's say they purchase Take Two Interactive and you probably see for the first time on an Xbox console the Sony logo pop up for Grand Theft Auto six. That is a slap in the face. It, 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 and then it'll be some. I mean, if I was over Sony, I'd do some shit like I, I let you know. I still have Grand Theft Auto on uh, on both consoles, whatever. But then it'll be something like, but this DLC or this part of the game is exclusively for Sony. Yeah. <laughs> That's some damn. So like you, you, you can still play. Grand Theft Auto on Xbox if you want to, but if you want the full experience, come on over yeah, here. <laughs> that, that's that's me. That is so. I'm talking about like real talk. Sony is gonna get up there like on some Suge Knight stuff. You know, if you don't want your producer dancing all in your videos, your gaming console having batteries in the back of the remote. Sony. <laughs> hey, Tink, you heard this good news about Disney? Uh, yeah. What's Which news? good news? What good, what good it's news? a lot. Right. So, Bernie Sanders went to Anaheim and was doing a show there. I mean, not a show, giving a campaign speech and all that there. And he got the Disney company to agree to pay their workers at Disneyland and Disney World a fifteen dollar minimum wage. Oh wow! And from what we remember, when we was in college and they used to send them applications about working at Disney during the summer and stuff like that. I think you did it, didn't you? I did it for a semester. Like mm-hmm. I heard, y'all got paid like crap. Uh, yeah, we got paid. We got paid crap. You were paying like your your housing, really. So you really didn't get any money. And just think about the people that work that year round, though. So, I mean, like that's good news for them. Yep. Yeah. All right, that's man. really good. Um, all right. So for if for, for issue ninety six, man. Okay, I'm just gonna give a quick rundown on what we're gonna talk about because we got like we got the Toy Story, we got the Toy Story four trailer, we got the Land trailer, and we also gonna do the Captain Marvel review. Um, as well at the jump off of the show. So, if you haven't seen Captain Marvel yet, you might want to skip this episode. You skip next the next episode, or at least the first couple minutes of that episode, and then we're gonna talk about those trailers. Uh, jumping off on issue ninety six, uh, we're gonna bring issue ninety five to a close. Though, um, please make sure you guys follow on all the social media and all that good stuff. Um, and we will catch all the nerds out there on another issue of Nerdflow, and we'll see you guys for issue 96. Hello! Yeah!